1: Get in the know. Nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com.
2: You think you like football? Brad Childress doesn't just like football, he f- loves football.
0: I did watch him. I was standing right behind him when he was warming up and saw him kind of reach for his groin and, mm. you know, hold it and. Whatever you do with the groin, rub it. That's
1: what I think I witnessed. Um, tw- it twinged a little bit on him. Football! 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 Yeah! Football! Gotta eat!
0: We'll yeah! never... <laughs> So not terrible. be uncomfortable. Yeah, it makes me so will we'll never it makes me so we'll uncomfortable. We'll never honestly, get my asked. head. And I was there for it. My head around Brad Childress giving that much description about a groin.
1: The word "twinge", twinge. just makes me wonder. What does that mean? It twinged. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Twinged. It? I think I. I feel like twinge means it did something on its own without sure. you grabbing. It. Yeah, sure. It and just <laughs> it.
0: Yeah. And when's the last time you reached Ford or whatever he says? Like well, I mean, in public. You know, Adjusted? Reached? Mm. I don't know. Anyway. Anyhow, anywho. Yeah. Anyway, that is the that, that that's a master class in how to make people uncomfortable around you.
1: Yep. Well, speaking of making people feel uncomfortable, this is Purple Daily. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, and Declan Goff are executive producer, presented by TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL, and boys, uh, today we need to talk about the Vikings kicking situation, okay, so they've spent the entire offseason, they have been loading up the defense, they have been, they've been signing every defensive player that you can find okay. in the <laughs> discount bin, right, like guys, Patrick Peterson, etc., they drafted two potential starting offensive linemen, Kirk feels good going into the year, Justin Derrick, every, everyone feels good, right, uh, Clint Kubiak, And now the question is still about the kicking game, which has been a question basically for like three generations of Vikings fans. And we're going to get into why the kicking situation is what it is. Maybe some background into Mike Zimmer and why he feels the way that he does feel about kickers. But uh, I wanted to debut as part of this, a new segment. I think we can do this every Tuesday because I love alliteration trivia Tuesday, purple trivia Tuesday here. Uh, the theme today is Vikings kickers. And so I want to give you guys, you guys can work together as a team and see if gotcha. you can find the answer to this question. Okay? okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So the Vikings have been kicking footballs <laughs> through uprights for uh, well over 50 years. Franchise history, right? Yeah, 60 can you, something. Yeah. 60, 60 years. Yeah. 60 years. Can you name for me the five kickers who have kicked the most balls through uprights in Vikings history, just field goals here. We're looking for field goals. Which five players okay, have made right. them, Which five kickers have made the most field goals in Vikings
2: okay, history? Okay. Uh, um, so I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm guessing Gary Anderson's. Obviously. We're talking out loud, by the way. Gary Anderson's on that list, correct? Yeah, um, yeah, I'd say Gary Anderson's on that list.
0: Ryan Longwell Longwell's has on. to be. You let
1: me know when, you, when yep. you're when you officially guessing yep. here. So that's two right there. I would say the problem— I'll give you three wrong guesses. You get three wrong guesses. And we're
0: just talking here, fight. Phil. This yep. is among friends. Like, don't don't you be eavesdropping on us right now. Um, I would say Fred Cox, because he kicked here forever, and he was one of their— I, I don't think he was the original kicker necessarily, but he was here— you- Throughout the that 60s guy could have into named the 70s. Adam,
2: and I would have believed that. I've never heard Fred of Fred Cox. Fred Cox invented in the
0: Nerf Wait, football. Wait, you've never heard of Fred Cox? He invented the Nerf football. You should Google him. You should look him up. You need to educate yourself when it comes to Fred yeah. Cox. Straight on kicker. Dude,
1: Fred, Fred Cox was like the Vikings kicker for 15 years, all the way through the 70s, too. Invented the Nerf football. That's awesome. That's badass. Well, I why don't you Nerf Google football. it? You gotta but, I, Well, you I you can't, can't to, do that, because then I'm going to spoil work. an answer. I'm going to spoil an answer. I, I didn't know that. Okay, people Viking Purple daily fans in the in it. the YouTube comment section wow, is, is, aw, is it is it warranted for us to destroy Declan here and make fun of him for not knowing who Fred Cox? Declan's
0: is? about to be ratioed badly. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> oh no, and I've been ratioed as well, but I mean you are I, I think you deserve this one. I, I think Fred Cox is a name in Viking history that you need to know. Okay. Like like, Listen, how, like like how did your old man not teach you about Fred Cox?
2: I don't know. Uh he was he, he always thought Dempsey was a cheater cuz he had half a foot like he thought he, my
0: like dad was oh, yeah. very
2: anti-Dempsey. I remember that very vividly. He, he okay. thought he was a cheater.
0: True story. When I was a kid, and I first now he kicked the field goal for the Saints before I started to follow football. But I remember sixty-three
1: yarder. Right, he's the yes, sixty-three, the yes, original sixty-three for yarder for the Saints. Yeah.
0: But I remember reading about it in a football history book and seeing the picture right of the half foot, and my first thought was, how did that man get his whole foot in, into a half shoe? Because I didn't read the, or I didn't understand the part that he didn't have a full foot. So I was like, "How did that man? Like, do all kickers what? crumble their foot into like a a boot? It's Very painful. Of yeah. A there's, boot, but that they, they make a lot the, of money. Yeah. yeah. So oh anyway. My God.
2: Okay. Anyway, uh, Back oh, to the. Right, book. Um,
0: I say, I say, Longwell, Anderson, Cox. Are,
1: are these official guesses? Sure.
0: Yeah. Sure. Yes.
1: Okay. All there's, three of those are correct. So there's two left here. Okay. And you guys get three incorrect right. answers, before, so or I win. Can,
0: can you give us a Can you give us a hint of where we are with those three on the list?
1: Why don't you whiff first, and then I'll start giving. You okay, hints.
2: Judd, we do. I, 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 I right. tried, Declan. This, this I tried is just. For us. Uh, this is just talking out
1: loud again. Even though it was a. Oh, class. You know, Fred Fred Cox is number one. Fred okay. Cox is number one. Okay, so I'll give you that. One. Okay.
2: I mean Blair Walsh kicked here from what twenty twelve to twenty. 20- 2016. Yep. He was cut in 2016, correct? I believe, yeah, it was, it was like yeah. week 12 in 2016. Season. During the season, during the course of the I mean, that's year, still yeah. four years of field goals. Like, even okay, though we had the colossal out. mistake against the Seahawks and how his career extremely derailed shortly afterwards, that, that, that's, five, that's four to five years of some field goals.
0: All right. Uh, so first, I wouldn't be surprised if he rounds things off. All right, hold on a second. Now, that's not an official guess. I sort of yep. like that. Um, the, the kicker when I was a kid was um, a straight-on guy by the name of Rick Danmeyer. Who I feel like kicked here for quite some time Again, after Fred Cox.
2: Never heard of him, but I, um, I believe
0: you missed a field goal against the Packers in <laughs> Green Bay, and I believe a godforsaken 10-10 tie that would have won the game. And as a small
1: child, I was very upset by that.
0: But anyway, so you're saying Walsh, maybe Dan Meyer, well, is there...
1: Judd being a, Judd being a small child is actually the yeah. Big well, team. I was bit, I, I shouldn't
0: say that I was a big kid, but I was I was young in years. <laughs> um, are, are there any other kickers since 2000 who would have been prolific that we're missing
2: i mean no it was like gary what morton anderson Aaron yeah, well Ellen they kept changing they kept like, changing
0: it and then and, and and tice was zim before zim because he he screwed up kickers too i like
2: how i just like crapped on yeah, i Yeah, like i crapped on judge not knowing 70s kickers and i just like name drop no problem aaron yeah, elling aaron elling like, oh, <laughs> <okay."> you remember
0: <laughs> in training camp when when they i think oh. they drafted him right Tyce would mm. walk. So the story was that in order to try and intimidate and create an in-game atmosphere, Tyce would walk in training camp in front of Elling right before the snap game. and like talk. I love hey, it, man. Hey, you're
1: hey, you gonna make this. Hey. Yeah, I love these the, coaches. It's our so Tyce. P.J. It's... Fleck does this stuff too. I love like the coaches that will just dump a bucket of water on the holder. As the ball's being snapped or blowing air horn in the kicker's ear. I'm all for it, man. All right, all right John, these guys are all mentally right. tough.
0: So so you're saying Walsh, I said maybe Dan Meyer. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else in the eighties who was here for a long time or the nineties who we are Oh, you know what? Floyd. Floyd Reves okay, was that, here that for actually, a long Actually that while. does ring a
2: bell in Declan's brain. That that rings us a slight a okay. slight bell. Okay. I, I couldn't pick Ofic- him out of a crowd. Official, but... official
0: guess, Floyd.
1: Special guess. Official guess.
0: Wow,
1: okay. So now it's down, down to – pro- I
2: think it's down to one of these two we'd have, and Blair and, and the other guy.
0: Just talking okay. among friends here yeah. again. <laughs> Ear must well, spill. you get
1: three wrong answers. Was you, wanna, you want to get it. You want to run the we table. We want to run the I table. Yeah. I get it, yeah. <clears throat> We're winners. Winner, mm-hmm. winner, winner, loser. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I will <laughs> t- I'm, I'm going to tell you this, all right? Fred Cox is number one. Ryan Longwell is number two. Fuad Revez is number three. Gary Anderson's five. You're looking for number four so,
2: here. So do you think Blair Walsh made more field goals than Gary Anderson? But Anderson was here from ninety seven to like two thousand. He
0: actually wasn't here that, that long. long. So okay. like you've got to you've got right, then I all right, then I think it's Blair.
2: I think I think it's Let's Blair Dex, Walsh.
0: Blair Walsh. Go ahead, Dex. Day! Let's go! <laughs> I'm done for today. That's awesome. Nice work. Okay, that's really good. So Blair Walsh is four. Oh
1: my And by god. the way, uh, and hopefully I don't know, you guys are kind of pixelating for me, so hopefully I'm still here. But no, you're, um yeah. Rick Danmeyer is sixth. So you guys nailed all of this. Rick Danmeyer was just outside the top five. Dan Bailey seventh. If you're wondering oh about my, Vikings kicking history, oh Dan god. Bailey is seventh on this list. Oh my god. Okay. And so uh, that uh, Vikings Tuesday trivia presented by Deckard our take friends at the 3M Open. Thank you, pa- Open. Thank Dex, you very man. much. Thank you. Thank Me you very much. I was good. Dex. Dex is going to be uh, maybe out there walking around celebrating his Vikings trip Trivia Tuesday win. I want you to come in tomorrow no
0: knowing who Fred Cox is, though. Okay. Like, to know your Vikings history, you got to know Fred Cox. For sure. Okay.
1: Yeah, and I'll tell you, most kickers are also good golfers. I mean, kicking is basically golfing in football, and like shoulder pads and a helmet, right? What Longwell said. Yeah. So uh, you know some of those guys are going to be out at TPC Twin Cities. Uh, Tickets are available at 3mopen.com slash tickets. Fans are very much welcome and encouraged to get loud, uh, bring your golf gear, and uh, just get festive. Maybe enjoy an adult beverage or two. It's time to be a fan at TPC Twin Cities, July 19th to the 25th, 3mopen.com slash tickets all right so you like, that? You like that the Vikings kicking situation is bleeped always right and it's the thing that like they can fix the defense they can fix the offense and Kirk can look great and ultimately it comes down to whether Dan Bailey is going to have a mental breakdown inside uh, Raymond James Stadium in Tampa right Absolutely. or whether Blair Walsh decides he's going to miss a 27 yarder from point-blank range to put the Vikings into the next round of the playoffs so we're always just on the verge of a nervous kicker breakdown here. And uh, Mike Zimmer doesn't help that. Mike Zimmer brings a nervous (laughs) energy, sort of just an annoyed uh, demeanor when it comes to kickers. Dan Bailey was once one of the best, most accurate kickers in the NFL. He melted down. Blair Walsh was 10 for 10 from 50 yards as a rookie. He melted down. Daniel Carlson, like all these guys, right? Where does that come from, that nervous energy? Declan has a clip here. This is Adam Vinatieri on uh, Pat McAfee's show. And remember, Bill Parcells was Mike Zimmer and still remains Mike Zimmer's main mentor. Is that fair to say? Like, Mike Zimmer is a modern-day Bill Parcells protege. They still talk a ton. So um, there's a couple notes here before we get to this clip. From an Associated Press write-up recently, Adam Vinatieri started the 1996 season by missing four of his first six field goal attempts with uh, I believe it was with the Patriots when Bill Parcells was coaching the Patriots. Then coach Bill Parcells considered cutting him for missing four of his first six field goal attempts. Sound familiar? Daniel Carlson literally got cut for like the same thing. But the rookie saved his job with a 31-yarder into the wind and rain with 36 seconds left in a 31 nothing victory over Arizona. So he almost got cut right away. Mm-hmm. Here's another clip of Vinatieri talking about Bill Parcells. He tried to make it uh, as difficult as he could for me. He challenged me pretty much every day. There was a lot of times where,
0: you know, the the team was going to do no conditioning or maybe double conditioning, depending on
1: if hey, Vinatieri, run out there and kick this 50 yarder. If he makes it, there's no conditioning. If he misses it, we're doing twice as much kind of stuff. And he, he would stand in my kicking spot or he would he would purposely get in my way when we were doing stuff. But I, in a, in a weird way, I really appreciated that because it just added extra pressure. So Bill Parcells, and there's more to that interview, too, but Bill Parcells constantly just annoyed by the existence of kickers and inventory. Mm-hmm. So to what degree do you think Mike Zimmer is negatively impacting the Vikings kicking situation the last seven years? And uh, what is your DEFCON panic level of uh, Greg Joseph being potentially the Vikings starting kicker going into a win-now year?
0: Well, one is there. you can't go through a list that includes Walsh, Forbath, so, so not – Young, but not old and Walsh. Forbath, veteran. Carlson rookie. Bailey veteran. What do they have in common? They were all deemed not acceptable by this team and especially probably by the head coach to be the kicker for the Vikings. And so I think that there is no question in all seriousness that you have to put a lot of blame on the coach. For whatever reason... He poisons the well when it comes to that position and has, congratulations, ruined young and old there. I mean, it doesn't matter. So here's what I don't get, though. The one one of the things, Brad Childress did a lot of things wrong, but one of the things he did really well in 2006 when he got the job was given the ability to sign guys, he went out and signed Ryan Longwell and said, I don't want to have to worry about this position. I'm going to get a mentally stable guy um, who's not quirky, who is, for the most part, reliable as hell. He's going to go through some slumps. They all do. But I'm going to take care of this position from day one. Because you know what? I don't want to lose football games because of my kicker. And he probably said that because, like most coaches, he hates the position, which is fine. But, I mean, that where you should fall then is let's solve it ASAP and as well as we possibly can so that we don't have to concern ourselves when we worked our ass off all week to prepare for the Cowboys and some guy who is 5'9", 175 blows it. (laughs) So Zimmer should do the same. And instead, and and they've tried, I I mean, Bailey, seemingly, I think, was going to be the answer, um, completely blew up. And the problem that we have right now, guys, is we are talking, and rightfully so, we're talking about, man, the Vikings, look at the retooled defense, right? Like, they've done a really nice job at cornerback. They went out and got guys. You don't know it's going to work for sure, but they definitely are giving themselves a much better chance than last year. Offensively, you don't know it's going to work for sure, but they go out and they draft high in the draft a couple of O-linemen, and you say, okay, with the talent that you've got skill position-wise on offense, this should be improved. Like, Mm -hmm. um, yay for the Vikings. They've done a lot of good things. And what we're not talking about is Greg Joseph. Because, ladies and gentlemen, Dan Bailey cost you yes. a game in Tampa by by himself last year. Like, that loss is on. It, it ultimately could have been, I'm sure, a better game by the offense and defense. But that game was cost you by your kicker. And Greg Joseph, look at his career. Look at, he's barely kicked. He has barely kicked. He was <laughs> it's, on it's the amazing. Buccaneers. He was a protected player. The Vikings selling point. In signing him was the Buccaneers, Super Bowl champion Buccaneers, protected him on their practice squad last year in case something happened to their primary kicker. So I really think that this is a story that we're ignoring, and we shouldn't be. I don't understand the mentality of going out and signing this guy and clearly crossing your fingers that he's going to be good.
1: It is weird. I mean, I would almost just rather have Dan Bailey back. And I know that he melted down, but, like, if you you weren't going to cut him immediately after the Tampa game, which – Bravo to Mike Zimmer and company showing amazing restraint not cutting Dan Bailey in that moment. And I don't know, like, what were you supposed to do? Cut him and then just bring, like, who was, av- I guess. Well, they brought in guys in after that. Well, to, they, they did to bring in guys, to,
0: yeah. But yeah. they
1: signed a guy, right? I, I thought they signed a guy
0: to their practice squad then. But, sure. yeah, they didn't cut him. They may have, but. yeah.
1: So I guess I guess if they if they made the decision to not cut Dan Bailey in that moment, and your choice now going into 2021, and maybe some of it was salary-related. I guess I haven't even seen if Dan Bailey's latched on with a team. Um, but would you rather just have Dan Bailey back than Gre- like Greg Joseph? The only experience Greg Joseph has kicking sad. field goals in an NFL game is 2018 in Cleveland. And uh, and he wasn't terrible. Like He went 17 of 20 in uh, in Cleveland but he did miss 4 of 29 extra points. He was only 86% on extra points. Uh and that was literally, it's literally the only time we've seen him kick field goals. Now he played for Tennessee in 2019 and he was 9 for 9 on extra points. So he's he's 90% career on extra points and 85% career in field goals. But that's it. Like we haven't seen him and by the way Cleveland in 2018 not exactly a lot of pressure field goals for that team, okay? you're mostly kicking from behind uh there was no expectations it just seems odd that you would go into a win now Super Bowl on the horizon as your goal season and you're just like oh let's try this Greg Joseph guy and <laughs> yes. see what happens you yes. know just uh, weird
0: can you explain to me so of the kickers that I went through who have kicked here during the time that Mike has Been here since he was hired in 2014. Here's the one I'd like to focus on. Now, the Carlson thing is inexcusable. Like, they ruined him immediately. He's since gone on to, uh, what, the Raiders, Raiders. and he's kicked well. But let's talk about Kai Forbath, okay? Call up the career. Google the career of Kai Forbath through his time here. And I know that he struggled a little bit on extra points, okay? A lot of guys do now. Don't know exactly why, but they do. But Kai Forbath made a huge field goal that allowed the Minneapolis Miracle to occur. Mm-hmm. Kai Forbath I thought was about as solid as you can be with Mike breathing down your neck as a kicker and he was deemed not acceptable and I don't understand who didn't like stop Mike at that point and say no, you know what this is actually this guy's fine. He's not costing us games. Uh he makes key field goals at times. His field goal kicking percentage I believe was actually pretty damn good as a Viking. Was. What was the need to jettison him?
2: The extra points. It was the extra points. I think extra that was points. the biggest. Yeah. Honestly, right? But it that, doesn't make sense. Like, I don't right? But I'm saying that it. part doesn't
0: make sense. Like Correct. the Carlson thing. The the fact that any that Rick was allowed to draft a kicker and bring him in and plop him in Mike's lap is one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. <laughs> like, and Carlson's been fine since then. But I. But we predicted the night of that pick. This ain't going to work. Mike doesn't have the patience for this.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Kai Forbath missed. He missed ten extra points. Between 2016 and 2020. Um, a couple of those years, like the Jaguars in 18 and the Rams last year, he was only kicking in a couple of games. So his last full season in the NFL was 2017. I also think there's like he, he doesn't have the strongest leg. He's <laughs> only attempted two field goals from beyond 50 yards since 2017. He was pretty good from beyond 50 yards in 2017. Uh, but ultimately, like, here's, an, you bring up Ryan Longwell from the 2009, like, w- whatever it was for him, 2005 or 2006 through 2012. I don't care as much about the 50 plus yard field goals. Correct. You should be going for it more often from that range than you should be kicking field goals. Yes. You know, unless it's, you know, fourth and 12 or something. So I want the Vikings to be more aggressive going for it in that gray area and find a kicker who's reliable inside 50 yards. And if Kai Forbath, you know, Greg Joseph might have a bigger leg. Okay, but if Kai Forbath is accurate inside 50 yards or a Kai Forbath equivalent, and the extra points are annoying, don't get me wrong, but, you know, the Vikings in 2017, he missed five extra points all year.
0: Uh-huh.
1: That's, a, that's annoying. It's annoying. Uh-huh. Those five points aren't costing you a lot. They're not. Like, there might be certain situations where, you know, it altered a game here or there, but... um, But I'm looking for a guy that can make field goals first and foremost. And so we're just using Kai Forbath as an example. But sometimes these teams get so caught up in, like, the big leg. I need a guy that can attempt one from 67 yards. It's like, (laughs) sorry. But
0: Mike needs to be managed himself when it comes to this spot. Because this spot, and I know football people hate this, is absolutely key. Like, you can't screw around here. And and he also did the one thing last year that was that I think we, we talked to Ryan about, and you know he said drove him crazy, was the fact when Mike cut the long snapper and brought in a new long snapper, which which screws up the chemistry with the entire unit. Like that's not something that you just do lightly. Um, and and that's why I've never understood. It's it's like you know what, Mike, you coach defense. You you try and weigh in on offense. You're the head coach. That's cool. But when it comes to special teams, what are you doing here? Because these people will cost you games. Like, you will work your butt off. You will do all of this film work. And ultimately, a guy with his foot or a bad, a bad snap or a bad hold will cost you games. And why would you want to contribute to that problem? But I'm with you, Phil, completely. The leg thing to me, that's uh, that's the least of my concerns. Here's what I want. I want a guy who makes field goals. From, let's say, 25 yards to 49 yards. Can you make those field goals? If so, you know what? I'd much prefer you to a guy who, oh, he nailed one from 55, and he just missed three more.
1: Yeah. One more note on Kai Forbath, by the way. So uh, he's only 33 years old, which is kind of amazing. And he is eighth all-time in field goal make percentage (laughs) behind Mike Vanderjat, Robbie Gould, uh, most of these guys are still active here. Will Lutz, Chris Boswell, Josh Lambo, Harrison Butker, and what Justin Tucker.
2: Fun fact: I uh, I went out drinking with Kai Forbath when he was a member of the Minnesota Vikings one night. So I've I've seen Kai Forbath really? out and about. You've been out yeah. drinking
0: with a few Vikings, Declan? Vikings
2: players, yeah, yeah. Kai was out there. Uh,
0: what what was his beverage? If of I choice? remember
2: correct, I think it was vodka sonic or a gin and
1: tonic. He, it was yeah, clear. Okay. He, Odd was guy clear. or not? He d- does Weird. Guy. Cause he
0: he wore the weird like he wore no socks and some type of sandals or something on the road right yeah he wore weird low-fles. yeah
1: he's not weird wearing dude. like was wearing I like uh and, and, like, class, exposed.
2: classic kicker was wearing like you know like those soccer like weird tight Adidas pants that like they're not yeah. leggings but they're like they're oh, probably the closest guy. things like I wear t- I were like I shouldn't talk cause I wear skinny black jeans seven days a week so I I'm, I'm not trying to poke fun but he like wore those out like soccer pants out to the bar which i thought and was show, very show, showing
1: some ankle yeah, and, and, he's a, he's and probably just, you know, ankle s- guy.
2: really swallowing that calf like wanting to show that calf off i'm sure <laughs> um but in terms of like the re- the defcon levels is what we said earlier with the kicking so like defcon 5 that's that's lowest level of preparedness defcon 1 is nuclear war is imminent the world is going to going to explode i'm probably at defcon 3 which is mobilize the air force in 15 minutes that's pretty good like i i'm, I'm not re- like nuclear war is not we're okay. It's a kicker. Like kickers can't necessarily cause a nuclear war. No, I look at I look it's, uh, I look at quarterback. It depends
0: unless on, the, it depends oh, on the coach that you're talking about too. But
2: I, I'm ready to scramble the Jets. No pun intended. In the next 15 minutes, if something goes wrong, that is where I'm at with Greg Joseph. He hasn't yeah, kicked a field I, goal I,
1: in three years. I mean, where I'm at with this thing is there is no way, no way that Greg Joseph is going to be trustworthy at any point this season in my mind, and I, and it's not even like. He could come in and he could get off to a hot start, but based on everything I have I have seen too much in my life watching this franchise, I have seen Hall of Fame kickers like Gary Anderson be reduced to puddles. Uh rookie of the year special teamers like Blair Walsh, who made ten of ten fifty yarders, unable to even well, it was cold outside, so Dull. I guess he gets a somewhat of a building <laughs> excuse, but like unable to function when faced With a 27-yarder. So there's really nothing Greg Joseph can do all year to make me feel comfortable. If and when he lines up for like a 35-yarder to tie a game in the first or second round of the playoffs, I will be uh, chewing my fingernails off regardless. And drinking heavily. it's not necessarily his fault. So, yeah.
0: This is among the first guest guest list going into the 2021 season. This is a topic. I think a year ago, it was cornerbacks because they were so certain of their young core there. And I think we all said, really, are you that certain? Um, this now to me, like this team's done a lot of things right. They've done a lot of things right. I like what they've done. I don't know that it will all work, but I think their efforts have been put into the right place. This one, first guess, this is a bad idea. And it's a bad idea because of the coach. And and you know what? The one thing that we've learned about this team is is there's clearly not enough separation between coach, coordinator, and player. So if Mike doesn't like you, the special teams coordinator can't stop that. He can't be like, Mike, go away. No, I mean, Mike's going to... So this... I am convinced that young Greg Joseph is being set up to fail badly. Um, They should have cleared some cap room and sign the best available veteran, mentally strong guy that you possibly can. Because if you can ruin Dan Bailey... You can go a long way down the down the food chain of of ruining guys who you would think would be mentally stronger.
1: I'm trying to find a list here. I want to know who are the available for I, I will find this. I want to know who are the available free agent kickers that we're inevitably going to be talk about when Judd goes and watches a training camp practice in yep. about three weeks and tracks. Uh, uh Greg Joseph was gonna miss. four of nine in the. I told you guys. Portion of I told practice. you guys. It happened. It
0: happened <laughs> during the last camp last week when I was watching the Vikings' offense operate against the defense, and from the center field, which was to my right at TCO, I heard a thud. <laughs> Greg Joseph hitting the goalpost. <laughs> so it's already begun.
1: So the, here's, I think I, I think this might be somewhat updated, but Steven Gostkowski, I believe, is available. If you uh, if you want a 37 year old formerly trusted kicker, yeah, but he. I it, it, think Dan Bailey is also still available. Yeah, Dan Bailey's still out there. He ain't coming back. I'm, I'm and, sure he, 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 he's like I, I'd rather be retired. Zane Gonzalez also appears to still be available. These are all guys I remember from the last round of every fantasy football draft yeah. the last couple of years. So. <laughs> Yeah, I guess David Acres available.
2: Like, is, like that's that was kind of my David idea, Akers.
1: Kicker wore two gloves. I always loved that he wore two gloves. David Akers was nothing, a what? like kick a kicker that prime.
2: needs to wear two gloves. Yeah, maybe he has poor
1: circulation. His hands, his maybe. fingertips get oh, cold. Darn it. Oh, darn it. Well, re- just one last thing on this. Ryan Longwell came on the show. I don't know. I think it was. I think it was actually it might have been on this show right after, um, Dan Bailey's meltdown, and I remember him saying. There's just a certain way, like these dudes are golfers who are wearing shoulder pads and they just have to be treated and coached differently. I mean, they need mental coaches more than they need like mechanical, yes, physical coaches, right? And scheming coaches. And NFL NFL coaches are not all one breed. Like there's some thinking man's coaches, but they're very like it's a it's a rough and tumble. Uh, it's about brute force and schemes and whatnot. And like, if you're a kicker, sometimes you just need a psychologist. Really? Like, like when Dan Bailey is lining up to do something he has done his whole life, basically like Dan Bailey's 30 and he's been kicking footballs through uprights for probably half of his life. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know when he first started, but probably sometime in high school and he gets out on that field in Tampa Bay. He's not, he doesn't have a pulled hamstring. He doesn't have, you know, it's it's not like he uh he lost a step or something and can't beat a cornerback on a route. He's having a mental breakdown on a football field and can't focus. That's what's happening. And I've always wondered why don't the Vikings approach Ryan Longwell? He's interested in doing it. He's flat out told us. Like I know they have they've had Nate Cading in as a kicking consultant, but why not have a guy like Longwell just around all the time to work on kicking mentality and being able to get over a bad miss, right? Because that seems to be the biggest problem. Mike Zimmer has no no desire to hold a kicker's hand and be like, hey, man, it's okay. Hey, we still love you. Like, you're still our guy. Right. He piles on, it seems.
0: Right, like. but the, pro- the problem is that unless Mike agreed not to pile on, I think it's tough because, I mean, it's clear that Mike doesn't help at all. Like, he, he the kicker job comes down to, I think, to football-y football people, this, do your job. Make the field goal like they don't see the nuance. They don't see because because football is a brute sport, right? I mean, we game plan and then we hit each other, and then and the kicker's like, "Hey guys, here I am to kick a field goal," which by the way is incredibly important. And I don't think that Mike has any sympathy. And so the problem is like Ryan, I think, would be outstanding, but Mike would have the ability to undo all of that really quickly. And that's that's the thing about this is outside of defense, you guys think about this. Outside of the area of expertise that Zimmer has, when it comes to offense, right, quarterback play, right, kickers, right, what does he do? He makes people very nervous, and he's got a lot of opinions, but their opinions—they're not really probably f- founded in the in what's best for the players. And so, I think that's the problem. And so, you would literally need Mike to just back off, and I don't think Mike's capable of that.
1: Yeah, uh, I Which am looking kickers. at some of these these other free agents, so. Zane Gonzalez, for example, he's at least more of a veteran than Greg Joseph, but he's only made seventy eight percent of his career field goals he uh he's missed a couple extra points it's last not good years now too. I'm sure the list is awful now. young Ho ku was with Atlanta last year, yeah, yeah, I mean Dan Bailey is still out there, so whatever happened to Stephen Goskowski
0: went to Tennessee right got Struggled big time. I think Vrabel. I think Vrabel didn't cut him after he missed. He cost him a game. I want to say last year, and Vrabel didn't cut him. He made a few field goals here, but yeah, it got it got rough. He was he's he old. was
1: eighteen of twenty six last year. Yeah, only five of ten from forty to forty nine Yeah, yards. he's not gonna. He's not the guy now. He was once a really good kicker for New England. Um, he also, yeah, he's missed six extra points the last couple of years with New England and Tennessee.
0: But how do you not? But my point being, how do you not go out if you're Spielman and Zim years ago and find a veteran guy and say this is just our guy?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh well, maybe Greg Joseph is the guy. I always maybe told you we're being too long, Greg. I Joseph,
0: always I told say. you Phil Seabass was my guy because he would have he's he insane. He would have been drunk. He would have <laughs> smoked, and he, he would have told good, Zim, though. and he would have told Zim, get out of my
1: face. <laughs> Uh, I th- I feel like people have revisionist history. Wasn't he terrible for a few years but they just kept him around because they paid him such a ridiculous amount? Probably. Like yeah 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 he went through a stretch in his prime where he was 20 of 30, 18 of 25, 23 of 32. I like the mentality. But he had a huge leg, and he made more money than any other kicker. He roofied so he himself around. once. He, seems like
0: the... he passed out in the <laughs> bar because he
1: roofied himself. He took roof. Oh, we're all looking to spice <laughs> took, things up in life. You know? he's, he's he took rohypnol. He like the guy
2: would be smoking a cigarette on the sidelines. That's like, my point. That's, that's yeah. what I want. Yeah, me too. That's yeah. what Zim needs.
1: Uh, so, okay, real quick before we wrap. So he's 43 years old, Sebastian Janikowski now. He has not kicked in an NFL game since 2018 with Seattle. Would you rather have 43 year old Sebastian Janikowski or Greg Joseph for the full season? You have to commit right now. Uh, Give me C Bass. I think I'm taking C Bass, dude. Give me C Bass.
0: <laughs> you know what? Go for it on PATs.
1: Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> go for just it. Go.
0: You know what? That should have been the four bath thing. You know, Kai,
1: we're going right, to go dude. for it a lot. Go for two. Yeah, well, that's what they should do this year. Just be more aggressive. All right, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. Do we, we gotta have go. to go already? Yes. This has been yes. fun. I'm, yes. I'm panicked. We are running, the executive producer I'm nervous. is panicking as it is
2: right now. Yes, we got to
1: go. All right, we we got to go. Right. That's, a, that's a wrap on this episode. Thanks to Federated for helping power this thing. Federated, been around for over 100 years. Uh, they also are Masticistic Minnesota sports fans <laughs> just like us, and they can help your business. And uh, You can find a full list of, of industries Federated protects at federatedinsurance.com to find out if your business matches uh, their expertise. probably does. And uh, remember, it Federated, it's our business to protect yours. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Write that down tomorrow on Purple Daily.